0: This is your host for the episode, Megan, and today I'll have two guests, please introduce yourselves. I'm Nicolette.
1: And I'm Billy Smithwick.
0: Today we will be talking about how dialects develop and their impacts within the US. Are there any things that you guys can think of that would affect language? Social
2: media can affect language and
0: help create a need for new words. That's totally correct, not just social media. All new technology can facilitate need for new language. New technology can also facilitate different contexts for language use, like texting and social media. This can lead to developments of new slang.
1: We also develop new words by borrowing new words for different places around the world. Yeah, we may see this
2: even more. Ramen ballet, and kindergarten.
0: We also create new words by shortening and combining them.
1: Like how social media, we use acronyms like LOL.
0: Yes, but this practice is much older than social media. Contractions far outdate the mention of the first phone. Another major influence on dialects are the languages that existed in the same area as it. As English spread globally, as well as other European languages, we have seen new dialects pop up influenced by regions' original languages.
2: In the UK, Scottish, Welsh, and Gaelic have influenced the dialects in those areas of the UK. Though those languages are not commonly spoken in the area, they still have affected the dialect.
1: Another example is the French influence on the Louisiana accent, which differs from another accent on the Deep South. Floridian's Florida's Southern accent is also less pronounced for a number of reasons, including Spanish settlement, Cuban immigration, as well as recent migration from the Northern States.
0: Ethnicities and culture can also affect dialects and accents. This explains the many different dialects and accents in the U.S. There are upwards of 20 dialects, according to some sources.
2: There's African-American vernacular, English, as well as English influenced by Spanish-speaking immigrants.
1: People of the Appalachian Mountains also have their own unique accents that was developed due to them being so isolated.
0: Schooling sometimes attempts to standardize language, and people that speak these dialects can face correction because of it. What is written in one dialect, what is correct in one dialect can be wrong in another or seen as unstandard English. So what exactly makes a
1: dialect? A dialect has two important features. They have their own correct grammar systems and they have their own pronunciation features and rules. For
0: example... African-American vernacular English has different tenses and rules regarding those tenses with sayings like he been married being grammatically correct. They can also use ain't to negate the verb in a sentence. That's really interesting. So we should not be quick to correct someone's grammar. It could be correct in their dialect. Yes, there are also non-English dialects in the U.S.,
1: Are some of these dialects Spanish?
0: Yes, one major dialect in the U.S. is Mexican Spanish, prominent in some parts of Texas. There are also many other languages spoken in the U.S. One example is Pennsylvania Dutch.
2: Pennsylvania Dutch is not actually Dutch, though. It's a German dialect found in Pennsylvania. A range of groups still speak German at home, although it is not
0: the most common. Some other languages are Cajun French spoken in some areas of Louisiana. This French was brought to the South from immigrants from Nova Scotia. There is also Gullah. forgive me if I pronounce that incorrect. It's a type of Creole based on a mix of African languages. It is spoken in some Black communities on the isolated islands off of the Carolinas down to Jacksonville.
1: It's crazy how small communities in the United States exist that have... Historically not spoken English. This also does not include the immigrants that are currently moving to the US who may be bringing their own language and influence English dialects from their own small communities.
0: So I thought we could do an accent tag to explore our own accent if y'all are okay with it. Yeah. Sure. So um, what is it called when you throw toilet paper on a house? um like tp yeah that's what i call it too me too um what is the bug that when you touch it, it... yep what is the what are what do you call gym shoes sneakers sneakers is yeah. common here but my dad actually calls them shoes oh, really? yeah he's from yeah. like uh maryland chesapeake Sneaker, Bay
1: sneakers running shoes
0: what do you say Trainers? hmm What do you say to address a group of people?
1: Uh. Guys? Yeah, what's up, Um,
0: What do you call the kind of spider long legs?
1: Daddy long legs?
0: Wait, what was that one again? Um, like, what do you call, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, daddy long legs. <laughs> Definitely. What do you call your grandparents? Grandma and
1: grandpa. Yeah, me too, grandma and grandpa.
0: I say uh, grand, grandma and grandpa. Um, what do you call the wheeled contraption in which you carry groceries at the supermarket?
1: Shopping cart. Shopping
0: cart. Yeah. What do you call it um, when the rain falls while the sun is shining? A rain shower.
1: Yeah, a rain shower.
0: I call it a sun shower. Oh, that's what I meant. (laughs) What is the thing you change the TV channel with? A remote. Remote. Uh, Yeah, I call it a remote, too. So now we're just going to repeat some words and see if we say them differently. Aunt. Aunt.
1: Aunt. Roof. Roof. Roof.
0: Roof. Root root Route. Nobody says route.
1: <laughs> I say route. Like Route sixty six.
0: Yeah. I say route sometimes it depends. Wash. 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 Caramel.
1: I say caramel.
0: I say caramel too. Salmon. Salmon. Yeah, salmon. What was that one? Crayon. 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 New Orleans. New Orleans.
1: New Orleans. again again
0: again water water um mayonnaise
2: mayonnaise or mayo yeah mayo
0: i typically say mayo yeah um aluminum
1: aluminum aluminum envelope Envelope?
0: Envelope. Have you ever heard anybody say envelope? Yeah. Like, that's weird, I think. Um. So, are we all from, like, Long Island? Yeah. Yeah, Long Island. Yeah. I feel like you can tell. (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely. definitely.
1: (laughs) Uh... (laughs)
0: constantly interacting with other languages and changing. Imperialism has spread the language into other countries and has led to more global interactions. So today I have one last question for y'all. How can we use this information in the classroom? We should acknowledge
2: that language, accent, and identity are all intertwined. And remember this when teaching students. We should be careful when we say something is wrong, because it may not be wrong to teach students that certain grammar is expected in formal settings, but that does not mean their grammar is bad.
1: We should also try and learn the patterns that we see in our students and understand how their dialect may affect their language.
0: Thank you, Nicolette and Billy, for joining this conversation today. And thank you all for listening. I hope
1: you can check out the next episode and have a great day. Okay